And now it's time for the newest episode of Straight Talk with Donnie Smith. Join Donnie for straight in-your-face talk from men, discussing real topics, real solutions, with real truth. Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode of Straight Talk for Men. I am your good your host, Donnie, from Your New Life Ministries, and I was wanting to continue on the conversation about godly men. And uh, this topic I'm going to speak about today, the result of that is, are you raising your children or a society? A child needs things to grow and grow up strong and confident. Well, we're supposed to help them do that by guiding them on the way. So I'm going to speak about the several topics in this particular uh, um, episode today. A mother and dad, lead by example, teach your children to go to church, what should they teach? Should they take their children to church? Love them, give them discipline, and how we do all that, and give them security, and how we do all that. And I'm going to go through these and today, and uh, hopefully we'll learn something about being more involved in your children's life. I spoke about this a little bit last week, but I'm going to talk, uh, talk more in depth about this week, okay? So we'll get on started on here. Man and man and woman, mom and dad. God made them at made Adam and Eve as an example of that. They're the first mother and father in in history. And they uh, and uh, well, we all know what happened with that. They failed miserably by eating the fruit of the tree that they were supposed to. And well, we just got to lead by example. Uh, lead by example as a result of that. Uh, teach what uh, our parents taught us. We're so afraid of giving our children what we didn't have. But we got to remember, we should give them a little bit of what we did have. Discipline, God, education, things of that nature. What I mean by, by that is, what is uh, Proverbs 22, 6 say? Train up a child in a way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. In other words, you mold him, to mold the child the way you think he should be growing in, in the ways of God, and they'll never forget that. They'll never forget once you train them what they learned as they go. Just like in our regular jobs, our boss trains us to do things the way that he wants them done in this company. Well, we should be training our children the way we go about by being a law-abiding, godly citizen. Same scenario. And again, uh, what Ephesians says is Ephesians 6, 4, says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. Instead, bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. Same thing, same thing goes there. Take your children to church. I believe I touched on this a little bit. Let's go a little further. Go with and do not drop off. They will see and follow your example. God is not, you know, they will see and follow your example if God is not important. You, he will not be. He will not be important to them. There you go. Simple as that. Hebrews says uh, Hebrews ten twenty two through twenty five says, "Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the Lord is the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These words which I command you today shall be in your heart." You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall take them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the walk the way by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bend them. You shall bind them as a sign in your hand, 
and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on your doorposts of your house and on your gates. Love them. John 1 says, 1 John 4, 18 through 19 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives, drives out fear, because, you fear, because fear involves punishment. The one who fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he loves, he first loved us. See, if you love God, your children will love you, and they will grow up to love God as well. We got to teach by example. And honestly, we all know parenting is hard work. Well, God sees us too because he's our father in heaven. He tries to teach us, and do we listen? Do we pay attention? Most of the time, probably the answer is yes, but there's other times we fall well short of what we need to do. And as that one verse always says, we all fall short of the glory of God. Well, we, may, we shouldn't be concentrating on that, we should be concentrating on striving to do better, trying to better ourselves, trying to instill those values in our children, and honestly, trying to instill those values in the family, family anyway, just like with your wife. You lead by example in the house, you should be leading by example everywhere. Your wife should see what you're doing, and she should be following you by example. It's all about teamwork. God knew this. God knew this all along. He, he, we all know he knows everything. So, in the family dynamic, we are supposed to be the leaders of the house, teaching our family the ways of God. Even though we probably don't know everything we need to know, well, that'll come along in time. Having Bible verses read. Try to make a game out of it for the children. Make it fun, like Bible games, you know, uh, answer questions and things like that. Make a prize thing out of it. Make a bulletin board or make it some sort of like win, lose, or draw type of situation or something. Any kind of games in the house to make it fun for the child to learn. Spend time with them. We all have a busy schedule, but there's no time. There's always time to make, uh, just study the Bible and get out the word of God to your family and, uh, Again, lead by example. We got plenty of time. There's always time for that. And also, you got to remember, give them discipline because you you got to discipline your kids sometimes. But there's also a difference between discipline and jobbies. Everybody knows that. Hebrews twelve says, Hebrews twelve uh, thir uh, three verse eleven says, we consider him who endures such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not resisted bloodshed, striving against sin. And you will have forgotten the ex exhortion which speaks to you as to son. My son, do not despise the chastising of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you have rebuked, when you are rebuked by him. But uh, for whom the Lord loves has chastened and, scour and scourges every son who receives him. Pretty much it says, I mean, don't be discouraged when you get punished by God. And uh, and just live from it. Just like we got punished by our parents, we get mad at them. But we'll come around to realize that what they're doing is teaching us right and wrong. Same thing goes with God. He's going uh, to punish us when it's time to be punished because we're not doing what he's supposed to do. What we're supposed to be doing when he's teaching us. Uh, it's all the same thing. you got to remember, it's all the same thing. Did I read that part before he? Yeah. yeah. 
And finally, at seven, uh, finally here, it says, You endure chastening. God deals with you as sons, for what sons is there for there whom a father does not chastise? But you are without chastising, chastising for which all have become partakers, and you are illegitimate, illegitimate and not sons. Furthermore, we have had human fa fathers who corrected us, we paid them respect, Shall we not uh, not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of Spirit who live and live? For they indeed, for a few days, chastise us as seemed seemed best to them. But he, for our profit, that we may partakers of his holiness. Now, no chastisement seems to be joyful for the present, but painful nevertheless. Afterward, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Finally, give them security. He, him, help them feel secure that they will have place to live. They are loved. They have food and clothing and their health needs to, will be partaken of. In other words, they'll have everything they need. Well, I'm going to take a quick break here and finish up with this discussion right after this. And I'm going to... um. Hopefully you enjoy this song called Stain in Faith by Danny Koki. I think this that song really hits home because that's what we're talking about, guys. We're teaching the faith. We're standing up for our faith. We're teaching our children the ways of God. And hopefully they will learn to grow in his love. Okay? So we're going to take a quick break. Listen to Danny Koki, Stain in Faith. We'll be right back right after this. Disappointment Can't avoid the delay But I don't have to make Feeling down and defeated The place that I stay Gonna rise to the moment Gonna speak to the waves Gonna push back the doubt That keeps dragging me down When I can't find a way Don't need to see
after my faith I was standing Hey guys, welcome back here uh, again. This is straight. Uh, this is straight talk for me with Donnie. I am your host, again, Donnie, and you just got to listening to a song called "Staying in Faith" by Danny Gokey. We're gonna get back to this discussion on: um, Are you raising your children or society? And society is honestly not a place uh, that is really God friendly, as we know what I mean. As we all know, and look what's going on in. Loudoun County, Tennessee, Virginia. They're they're really messed up up there. Really, really messed up. They don't know whether they're coming or going. And that's what I mean. Are the kids learning the ways of the world, or are they learning the ways of God? See, God always told us in the Bible we should not be of the world. We're supposed to be above the world. The world is a falling place. It is a disaster uh, in the making. It, it, it's a fallen world that we should not be want to be a part of. We should be above the world. We should be trying to teach the people of this world about God, but we're not supposed to be above this world. We must, we're not supposed to be in the world at all. We need to teach our kids that. We need to teach our kids that don't be above, don't be of this world. Be above this world. Deuteronomy uh, four nine says, "Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself. Keep yourself, lest you forget things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of our lives, and teach them to your children and your grandchildren." In other words, teach them Bible verses. That's what I was telling you earlier. Make a game out of it for the kids. Make it fun for them. Leave Bible verses around. Ask them questions about it. So on and so forth. It'd be fun for them. You ought to try it sometime. Deuteronomy 6, 4, 9 says, Oh, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love your God. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. And these words I command you today shall be in your heart. You, you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk the way, when you lay down, and when you rise up, you bind them. I think I read this verse earlier in the, in the broadcast. It, it really hits home. You really need to talk to your kids about God. Teach them the way to God. Uh, listen to them read the Bible. Have them read about the Bible to you. Make a game out of it, like I said. And just make it fun for them because learning about God is the most, most important. You can possibly teach the children. And it actually makes you to spend time with them. Spend time with your family, like I was telling you last week. Be the man of the house as you're supposed to live by example. Teach them everything that you have been taught. I'm sure your family taught you when you were growing up about God and things like that. I'm sure they have. And we somehow forget to do it to our kids when we're, when we're raising our own kids. See, well, what I was talking about before. 
lead by example. Don't forget to teach kids what you had had when you were growing up. We're always, like I said before, always trying to give them something that we didn't have. Remember, don't forget about the things that you did have growing up. I can't, I can't be more important. Try to uh, give your kids what you didn't have. I mean, and give them what you did have. There's nothing wrong with the way you grew up. Nothing wrong with it. Your parents did the best they can raising you. Do the same thing to your kids. Give them the same opportunities you had. There's nothing wrong with that. And honestly, it's honestly to this in this day and age, it is so hard to be a man. So hard. Women honestly have it rougher uh, rougher than we do, but we are so busy trying to be masculine, trying to be a manly man, we forget that we need to give all of a, all of our shows to our family and be try to be a, give them emotional support too, which honestly men we have a hard time dealing with our emotions on. We always have a hard time dealing with our emotions. We think, think it's so terrible to show our emotions. At least I do. I, honestly, I have a hard time showing my emotions sometimes. It's really difficult for me to even talk about emotions. And I would try to run away from it because that's the way I was raised. But I need to learn how to show my emotions to talk about my emotions. It's, gonna be, it's very difficult to do that. We all know that. But, uh, at some point in time, we got to be ready and start doing it. I'm not exactly sure what that would be, but I guess God was going to show me. But anyway, I think I've had it. I think I've uh, covered everything I need to cover in this broadcast. But check uh, back again next week, guys, and uh, I'll talk more about uh, being a godly man and how to do it. It's it's not easy. Not easy living a lifestyle of faith, especially in this day and age. But I always try to remember, try to think about: Do I want to be judged by man? Or do I want to be judged by God? I think I want to be judged by God versus the world. The world's gonna leave you down a path that you don't want to go down. We and we've already seen where that goes. So check us out again next week. And always, always remember our website. You can go to our website at yournewlifeministries.org and check us out on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, Your New Life Ministries LLC on Facebook, as well as the same thing on YouTube. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to all my listeners all across the world, from uh, Mexico to Canada to uh, Denmark and all those wonderful st uh, countries overseas. We are really picking up steam over there, so I want to thank you all so much for looking out to us over there. And as well as the states that we have uh, growing in, this, in, our, in our own country, the USA. I got listeners all the way across the world from uh, California to Ohio and all up and down the eastern seaboard as well as Florida, Oklahoma, and of course, Texas. But we're, we are striving to do our best and we're trying to give out to uh, teach people about the Lord the best way we know how. So uh, it's been an amazing adventure so far and I look forward to keeping it going. And again, if you have any questions, any topic for future episodes, Please don't forget to email us at info at yournewlifeministries.org. And if you have prayer requests, please send them along to, again, the website uh, email address is info at your new life ministries. And check out my lovely wife's new book series. It's uh, it's up for sale on our website at info at your new life ministries. Check out the book, uh, book page. All of our personal author books are on there. And check them out from the Tim and Jared Ray series to her um, Jeremy's Journey and all the many other wonderful titles that she has on our book site.
Again, that is info at yournewlifeministries.org. Don't forget to check out today. And again, as well as YouTube and Facebook. Don't forget to look out for us there. All right, talk to you later, guys. Bye-bye.